It's time for Talking Tauntauns! Your Star Wars source at AIPTcomics.com. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Tauntauns. I am Jim Lahane, and with me, because she has probably better places to be, but she needs to be here to do this, (laughs) Nicole Herview. (laughs) Jim, yep. Nope, sadly. No, I got nowhere else to be. What, yeah, what, you, oh, you don't have a no packed way. schedule at 3 p.m. on a Sunday? <laughs> nope, nothing going on. <laughs> nope, it's just me here. <laughs> and with us, we have roped into an exclusive contract <laughs> where he can't go anywhere else. Contract Alex implies Bond. payment. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey. I'm no, back. it doesn't. It's <laughs> Alex Bond. Look at him. Uh, you I, can't. <laughs> it's uh, a uh, motion on the floor uh, <laughs> when I am on, and we are discussing any number of the animated uh, series that we call the show Talking Tune Tunes. Is what? That, <laughs> does the motion pass? No. Because they're cartoons. Oh, I guess. No. It's, it's, no, it's really you, just. You it's really just really Nerd f- Jersey with our guest, Jim Lane. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's really what it but, is now. But. You you really gave me a good excuse to not have you come back. <laughs> I'm I'm in it we now. Already, we if already I'm, discussed Clone Wars happening. If dude. I'm not back for season four of this show, there it's will be next a riot. week. Are you around? Oh God, is it next week? Yeah. Yep. I might be around. <laughs> I might be able to make that work. Okay, we'll figure it out. I mean, whose idea was it to watch like a thousand episodes of cartoons in one month? This is a lot. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's gotta the be only one of your ideas. I was getting it done. this was it so we needed to do it before kenobi that was the point i gotta tell you i i finished the show a week ago so like this season (laughs) you are the one who told me so i finished season three yesterday at like two okay and had nothing else to do with my day and i was like i could just knock out season four right now and this one was like for the sanctity of the conversation well, so Don't you're the one that's going gotta, freshly through that's it. True. Yeah, well, that's true. So I, I, yeah. I watched season, I finished season three last night at about a little after 12. And I wasn't yeah. even, I was going to watch some of them this morning. But like the, the last few episodes, like it's it like, goes. you can't, you can't see well, I knew, yeah. <laughs> I knew Zero Hour was going to fly. And obviously I have been waiting for Twin Suns mm-hmm. since we started this whole thing. Um, I knew it was coming. I knew it was about to happen. And I still lost my... <laughs> lost so... my mind! Write <laughs> <laughs> the timestamp down. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't work if you do the tontoin noise after. Yeah, you know what? I don't have the reflexes. Okay, I lost my mind. All right, let's be real. It didn't matter that I knew it was about to happen. I didn't know that the Kenobi whale... And the death were in the same episode. Oh. I didn't know that was all oh. the same. So I was like, oh, no. So you spent an entire season waiting for the... I was like, where is this? Kenobi! Yeah, I was like, I've seen Sam Witwer do it like mm-hmm. seven times because it's so great to watch. It is watch. very cool to watch him like do it in the studio. Oh! Yeah. I've and, never uh, seen him do it. There's a video That's where like great. it lines up his recording, and it might not be the same take, but um, it's him it like, sounds like the same take. getting into it, and he's doing the deep breaths. He does um, the whole thing, and then yeah. he screams Kenobi. It's, it's and captivating. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> and I get very excited because, wow. I got to, um, uh, let me scroll to what the title of the episode is. Double Agent Droid. Um, 
So yeah. What a sh- well, hold on, was- hold on. Before I w- before we even get into the season, I wanted no. to because d- d- we we seem to be jumping off into the season. Well, I, I wasn't going to talk about the episode. I was going to say like where I was at in my watch was like I got to there and I was like let me just wait. Wait a minute. A, you know, a yeah. few days, and so like the rest of them are at the top of my mind, and then I was like I can't. I'll tell you where I, I started I yesterday. Where I started yesterday was I believe. The what? Wait, who say that? The job. Wincafu oh, job. The Wincafu job. Oh wow, that's episode nine. That's yeah. where I started yesterday, and then I just and I knew I would, so that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's gonna take me like four hours. Okay, done. So I just did it, did the whole thing, and an inside man. Ooh, but we'll talk about it. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it's um amazing how quick you think they're half hour episodes but really they're 23 minute they're episodes 23 minutes. right and then on um disney plus now that they're there you're not fast forwarding through commercials you're not doing mm-hmm. anything with commercials there's nothing it, yeah you're really in and out. just it, it's and it um basically the the credits are non-existent mm-hmm. um and so it's it's quick it's you can get fly through them in 20 minutes. yeah you can yeah. get th- three done in just slightly over an hour exactly so nicole texted me a couple days after we'd done season two and said yes. would you be interested in coming on to talk season three so that was like wednesday thursday of yeah. like the f- week following so may 4th may 5th um and i said I'm, I'll, I'll start season three i'll let you know where i'm at on sunday and let's see if like i'm gonna make it I think I texted you like two days later, so Friday or Saturday, yeah. and I was like, "I'm on episode 12. I'm gonna make it. Like, yeah. no, yeah. no problem, like, okay, no problem whatsoever. I'll, I'll yeah. be ready to go." And I was like, "I'm so far behind you right now, my guy," because I knew I was just gonna fly through it. Like, it's, that's yeah. how I go. Like, once season two picked up, like, yeah, they didn't. Like I said last time, like they don't let up. They waste no time. They're like, "Okay, we're." We're getting you to New yeah. Hope. We're there's gonna a, there's get there. There's a couple there. episodes where I was like, I don't like this. Like, I'm not enjoying this at all. Ooh. Like, can we can we move? Ooh. And then we did, and I was fine. Ooh. There were yeah, a, we'll there's a couple it. mixed a couple. in there that it, yeah. are a little What's off the one? of the flow. I'll tell you right now the one that I was like, throw this whole thing out. Iron Squadron. I was like, oh. throw it out. Throw it out. I hate it. I hate it. Everyone that, in oh, it. I I hate it. Every moment of it. I was like, I don't care if this means anything. I hate it. Like, so much. And then, like, two episodes later, you got an inside man. And I'm like, this is the mm. best. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was like, never mind. I think this from is an awesome. ins- inside man was where we start with in Callus's, like, face. Like, we're inside yes. his, like, yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'd please, say God, from, no. Yeah, from inside like, man to the end, it is nonstop. It's so good. I just, I was really scared. I was like, are we going to do a first person episode of this show? And that would have been really cool, but I would have thrown up because (laughs) I don't do well with that at all. I don't do well with first person anything. That's how I know I'm old. Can't handle it. And I think it started. Do you remember when we saw that movie? Yes. The movie. Yes. What's it called? Uh, Oh my, Henry. Uh, Hardcore Henry. Hardcore Henry. We watched, we saw Hardcore Henry, which is often called the video game movie. It was yeah. a first person movie. It's a first person shooter film with Charlotte Copley. almost threw fame. up everywhere. Yeah. And so for the last hour of the movie, I had to close my eyes. And then for the podcast, I was like, I'm going to tell you what happened. And I didn't see any of it. Yeah. And it was very fun <laughs> for me <laughs> to just like guess what happened. Um, it was yeah. I don't do well with that, but thankfully it was just a really cool cold open. It was a very cool cold and I was open. Fine. <laughs> so, but yeah, 
Go on, Jim. All Let's right. Not go right in. Before we don't talk about season three at all, because um, mm-hmm. we haven't uh, mentioned it yet, I did have one piece of news that I wanted to share. Your Tonton will freeze before you reach the first marker. Then I'll see you in hell. Hello, what have we here? So we had talked about celebration. It's a little thing going yeah. on. Um, I, I, in regards to celebration, just as a general thing, I wonder, I feel like some people out there it think it's more like a fan convention and it's mm. not like an official, like it is mm. like Lucasfilm's official convention. I, I always get the feeling that people are like, oh, it's a bunch of just like fans throwing on what they want. Um, as opposed to like the official Lucasfilm, like yeah, isn't this it is more where like CinemaCon, get... where it's like this is a showcase yeah. of what's going on, as opposed to here's a place to gather and we'll give you some news. That was always my impression of it. Yeah, it's that. It's like D twenty three. It's all the it's the, it's yes. the big boys. Yeah, it's def- It's I would say it's exactly like D twenty three for more reasons than not. Um, yeah. I mean, it's Disney doing a convention. Like, hello. Yeah, but. For those who cannot go to Celebration for one reason or another, (laughs) they have been doing broadcasting a lot of the stages throughout the last couple of Celebrations. And I know um, for anybody who's there, a lot of the big stages actually cut away the um, broadcast so you don't get everything at home, which I know like is... It makes some people who are at celebrations like a little happier because like we're we're physically there. Um, but I do remember they had cut away a couple of the like exclusive clips and stuff that people wouldn't get to see. But they're doing a again. They announced a Star Wars celebration live for this celebration. Uh, you can find it if you go to StarWars.com during celebration May 26th to 29th, or go to YouTube.com/StarWars. You can find the the links there. And it'll probably be just running nonstop. Um, they're going to have a bunch of hosts, uh, including Andy Gutierrez, Anthony Carboni, who had done the, the Star Wars show, I believe mm. it was called. Um, Christina Ariel, who does Yay! the High Republic show. Uh, Hector, Hector Navarro, <laughs> Jordan Embro, and Kristen Beaver are all going to be in charge of this Celebration Live streaming event. And I believe they'll probably be cutting to a lot of the panels during it. And they'll just kind of be like the the, the hosts kind of jumping between and when they don't have any panels to go, um, go to. Because I know they're not streaming all of the rooms, but they they're are streaming nuts. the major ones. Right. That'll be cool. So that'll so also be useful. So when they that Rex is going to be in the Ahsoka show. And... Oh, yes. <laughs> Well, it, All these it's gonna, things I'm anticipating. Yeah, it's going to be super useful, even for people at Celebration, because one, you can't get into the main room all the time. Yeah. Like they're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna have a limit, especially the first. Uh, they're doing a lottery for the first show, first panel of the day, which is the major one. Right. Um, and so, if you can't get in, you're gonna have to stream it either in another of the rooms in Celebration or on your phone if you just don't feel like getting up. <laughs> Which I have done before. Like, yeah, I'm not. I didn't get into the room. I'll just watch it on my phone. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Panels over there. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But that should be really cool. Um, Alex asked if many of my panels were being streamed. They're not. I'm not popular. Nobody cares. I would have watched care, it. Jim. I would have watched it. 
<laughs> and one person is watching the streaming. Hi, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so that is all the news I got. I guess we can talk about a little show known as Rebels now. Care to let me in on the secret? Kid, I'm about to let everyone in on the secret. Old troopers, focus your fire on the Jedi. Yeah, unimportant. No, no canonical, you know, importance whatsoever. No, no weight. No heft. Just a kids show. Just Listen. a kids show. <laughs> there's, there's a couple of those reminders in this season oh. again that it is in fact for children. I yearn squadron. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this is not for me. None of these characters are for me. They all suck. The, I'm so sorry. I think the first time I really felt it was like way later in the season, Double Agent Droid. Mm. And I was like, it is a kids show. But then by the end, you're like, ah, but it's also. But it's also not. Yeah, rich Agent, in Star Wars lore. The, the, Double the, Agent Droid. I was like, what's his face? The Alan Rickman droid. AP5. I was like, shut up. Like, I actually said several times out loud to my television, shut up. Because he narrates everything he's doing and he doesn't stop. Well, they also have the rousing Ooh. rendition of anything you can do, I can do better. That was a lot. And then. <laughs> There was one episode you're gonna have to. I don't remember what it was. I think it was that one, Double Agent Droid. And I'm sorry, we're jumping real far ahead, but we'll go back. Um, when AB Five is like drifting in yes, space, yes, it's, it's, it's the end of that episode. Singing. Yes, <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I that appreciate was great. That, that for the, the existential humor of it. That saved the whole episode for it, me. It really... I don't like Droid episodes. I love that. So that. That scene is the only thing I remember of that episode. I don't remember that episode whatsoever. I just Nothing remember matters. AP5 no, floating right? out in space singing. And I'm like, when did that happen? We're getting close to the end of the season. Maybe maybe it's in this one. Like, <laughs> and it is literally the only thing worth remembering of that like episode. It's, it's phenomenal. Like, <laughs> and he's just like accepting death, you know, yes. or like... His version of it's death like as a, a droid. It's like a big character moment as far Fantastic. as like, oh, someone that's like out drifting in space and really quickly comes to the realization of like, wow, there's no one around. But then he's kind of like at peace with himself. He loves and, it. And in touch with everything yeah. going on around him. And then they swoop in and save him. Yeah. And it's the funniest thing. It very much is. Oh, it's But so halfway good. through that episode when they're thinking like, you're going to, they're going to find, this is how they find the base because we're getting to the end. Like yeah. there's going to be yeah. big stakes, big, yeah. you know, consequences for what's going on now. No, they find it another way. They go about we it will, different. We'll get into that. Oh, yeah. We can get into all of it. So, yeah. yeah I'd say. Drive. All right. <laughs> Season three of Rebels aired September 27th, 2016 through March 25th, 2017. Total of 22 episodes, the same as season two. Um the show perfectly mirrors itself. It's like one in four or 15 episodes, two in mm-hmm. three or 22 episodes. And like we've said before, this show books. Like there are. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. I this show know. slaps. <laughs> <laughs> this show books. Go on. It does it, slap and it does book. It, it does, does both slap. those things. It, it, it's, and it does it, something it, else too. <laughs> uh, it Go forks on. also. Yeah, it does thank fork. you so much for saying <laughs> it. I was like, am I the only one thinking this? It does. We, we we had a conversation, Nicole and I, last week about how in Clone Wars, Jar Jar, in fact... <laughs> Jar Jar does! Forks. Fork. 
<laughs> had a great time, which is so strange. Anywho. Anyway, go on. <laughs> so we are introduced to our villain of the season right in the first episode mm-hmm. of Thrawn. Listen. Who we are not. This is the first time we are introduced to him in the first episode, Step Into Shadow Part 1. Uh, we <laughs> lost all of our inquisitors essentially last season and there are no inquisitors so the whole the whole reason of us watching the show before kenobi is it's gone now (laughs) almost gone well well we have we are introduced to another character from kenobi in this season true yeah obi-wan kenobi yes (laughs) (laughs) and not just in holograph you know hologram i mean this does save you the trouble of revisiting thrawn for the ahsoka show that is true. Um, true. Do you remember, okay, some of our listeners, some of our friends who are in our Discord, which, hey, join the Discord, join the Patreon, all that good stuff. You could be in this nonsense that I'm about to talk about. We did the Thrawn Ascendancy like book club. And in the first book, I was like, I don't know this man. I don't care about this man. This book made me like this man. Like, I don't care. Like, I like him. And then he showed up in this show and i said oh no like i understood why he ruins everyone's life i get like they waste no time teeing up like how strong of a strategic mind he is oh how kind of terrifying he is just to be in a room with because he shows no emotion none but then he growls at someone mm. and i was like oh no I was like, well, thank God, because Maul's going to die in three seconds. So someone's got to take his place and it's Thrawn. <laughs> and oh, no, I was like, oh, Jesus. I, Jim, we had this conversation earlier in the week and yeah. I was like, I'm in I'm in I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm just in danger. I've got heat miser and snow miser because one's red and one's blue. And I like yeah. them both very much. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, Maul is not really a villain in this. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's in like four episodes, maybe, maybe three. He's in a little bit more than that, but he's yeah. not but, really but, a villain. Yeah, he doesn't play like he's there, and he keeps coming back. But you're, he doesn't play the villain. He like no. he plays. He's, he's like he's like Hondo actually. Yeah, he's he's like agent of chaos. Kinda. Agent of chaos. Yes, he's. He's like ambiguous, mm. like morally ambiguous heartthrob is what he's doing. <laughs> like he's, 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 <laughs> he's, he's Kenobi's, look. <laughs> he's Kenobi's God. villain, but Kenobi yes. is not our focal point. He is not no. the rebel's villain. He's not like, yes, he's trying to kill Kanan, but really just out of oh, convenience. Yeah. He, <laughs> is, he is just to get what he wants. Some insane mind games with Ezra which I don't love I was like buddy get out of the little boy's head please so in the span, of, in the span of an episode or in this case it's probably uh, Wikipedia says it's about six months after the end of season two he has gone from I'm going to use the super weapon to destroy the empire and mm-hmm. get rid of the Sith and the Jedi and and now, it and now it's just I need Ezra by my side and I want to find and kill Obi-Wan Kenobi because I know he's out it. there somewhere He's like, a Crimson Dawn? Don't know what that is. I have no purpose. And he's just like... I am driven solely to find out where this dude is, ruin his day, and move on with my life. (laughs) Because he finds out he's alive. I think that's it. When we get to Holocrons of Fate situation, which, boo, I loved that a lot. Um, 
it's just like oh oh he's he just like loses his mind that like oh kenobi's alive and then he he literally loses his mind like he loses the plot Mm. in that like five minutes maul goes from like i just want to save the galaxy to never mind i'm gonna kill this guy and he literally reverts back to like 20 year old him Mm. and all of the character like building that i loved about maul was like goodbye and i was like oh Okay, fine. Go on. Go on. Live your truth, honey. And then I and it, and it kills him. It kills him. But still, so. through the whole thing, he's every time he's talking to like Kanan or someone, he's like, "Let's, let's talk to my apprentice." Yeah. Like, yeah. like refer like. Right. I don't think he he referred to Ezra as Ezra once. It was yeah, always just his apprentice. apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> he does call Ezra's name a lot. Like, always wild to me when like, like one of these quote. I know he's not a Sith Lord, but like yeah. when they just refer to the dude by name and just yeah. like, oh, Ezra Bridger. Like yeah. it's, it's so like personal. And these are not figures that I feel like have any personal connection to anything at all. Mm-mm. Just like, oh, this kid that is strong with the force that I'm going to manipulate to be my own. Yeah. And I'm that in like right one. there at the start of the season, you're like, Ooh, Ezra's messed up. Like, yeah, he, is, he is. He takes over this, uh, uh, not ATST, but whatever those walkers are called. The bigger ones. Chicken boys. That, yeah. AT-AT. That, at well, the, the it, it's still a not, two-legged walker, uh, the, but it's not yeah. the ATS. Oh, the, the one chi- that's on the platform. ATS. And he takes... It is, it but, is it's, but it's not. It's not the same design. But he takes control of like the pilot's mind and is like, I'm going to now shoot all these people off the platform and make this dude walk off the platform. Yeah, it's and dark. everyone looks at Ezra like, Hello? <laughs> Where did you learn that? That was dark. Like, having him yeah. physically walk the walker off the platform. Ugh. Rough. Was Rough dark. time. Which, like, for a kid that had a blaster attached to his lightsaber, I, I, I get where that thought came from. Because yeah. that always struck me as a weird edgelord design, and now he's doing, like, what all edgelords wish to do, which yes. is, like, have control and power and be able to do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, seeing that successfully played out just makes you think, damn, like, if this kid was not picked up by the ghost crew... Who knows? Where something way worse could have happened. Oh, Lord. I like... Yeah that they walked him back fairly quickly in the season. Yes. I think it was like they right did. after yeah. Holocrons of Fate, they brought him it in. Is. He yeah. was um, On the a, a giant a-hole. The, the first, like, well, let, let, me, let me tell you something, guys. I'm going to say something that's very controversial. Very I don't like Ezra. He pisses me off constantly. I don't like a thing, a single thing about Ooh. him. I don't enjoy him. But I'll, also, I don't like bratty teenagers. <laughs> and he is a bratty teenager. And he just like... Thinks his Aren't you a teenager? Poop? How old? Like, <laughs> Jim, don't yeah. talk to me. Um, like he just, he just. Mm. Listen, I understand he's like sixteen, and you know whatever. But Lord above, he just thinks his poop don't stink constantly. And like, there's a moment later, later, later in the season when like they're talking about training Sabine with the dark saber, and he's like, "Well, you know, I have the force, and it's taken me a long time to learn, so I don't know if she's even going to be able to do it." And I was like, "I'll punch you." He is right now. He I'll punch is you. kind of. He's a dick. He he's he, constantly a dick. He's a bit unbearable in those episodes. He is I so do annoying. like him quite a bit more than I did in season one. Season yes. one, I was like, "This kid." This is this is your audience like standing. Yes, hundred percent. Well, he, he has in he, season th- one. Like for some reason, Star Wars likes to take the kid narrative 
mm-hmm. like with Ahsoka, with Ezra. They like to take that that first person as the, your kid is your main character. Ezra yeah. was far less obnoxious than Ahsoka was when she first yes! came on screen. Yeah. Fact, you're yeah. telling facts. Um, but he was still obnoxious. Like it was yeah. a- so obnoxious. So like I, mm. by the end of the season, he's definitely come into more of a. Yes, he has his moments where I'm like, okay. When and I, I said there's not a thing I like about him, <laughs> that was exaggerating a lot. I There are moments where I'm like, this kid is dope. And I can see where he's going. But there are moments where I'm like, if I were Sabine, I would have punched him. Like, very hard. Oh, and you could tell. Like, they, they did her so well that she is, like, borderline from punching him in several yeah. instances. She's very close. It's great. No, he's just like... He, I mean, in that way, I think he's written phenomenally as, like, a kid of that age who is powerful and doesn't, like, fully understand, like, how to be chill about that. Like, I get it. He's written phenomenally. He pisses me off constantly. And, uh, You look yeah. at the progression of, he gets the promotion to be lieutenant. Uh, oh, yeah. He lets that go to his head immediately. Immediately. Um, he is trying to learn things from the Sith holocron and, and balance out what... Uh, he feels like Kanan should be showing him, and and Kanan has see, he feels like Kanan's abandoned him in the early part of the season. Yeah. Um, by the time of like the last battle and onward from there, he's definitely grounding himself a little more. And by the end, there's a little bit of humility. He goes off on bit. his solo adventure in Twin Suns and comes back and is like, "I shouldn't have gone. I am sorry. Yeah. I have learned. Right. I will be better." He. I will <laughs> say that this is this is a thing that I think kind of encompasses it perfectly and it's kind of like a like a multi-layered thing he has um main character energy and by that i mean like a person in the real world who thinks they're the main character like in our world who thinks they're the main character and so like inserts themselves in every conversation and is just like constantly like giving people orders and like taking the lead even like when he's in like a dog fights in space with like in his own little fighter and like he's got people above him telling him what to do he's still like telling other people they did well and you're like shh you're not i know he's literally the main character (laughs) but he has like that i'm trying too hard main character Mm -hmm. energy do you know what i mean i think that's what i'm like and that's where the kid show i think comes in it does because kids like that about like their main characters and also like they think teenagers are cool and I'm double that age so I don't. Well it also <laughs> does like this season does a good job of handing the keys off to other characters. So in like the <laughs> Jim's doing math. In the middle there when it becomes kind of Sabine's story. There's a yeah. focus on Sabine for several episodes and teeing up why she's going to be an important figure. Mm -hmm. And it really focuses on her journey, her struggle, her familial relationship, Mm -hmm. uh, her her history, and the responsibility she feels for having let down her Mandalorian family Mm -hmm. and for developing a weapon that the Empire end up using against them. And not having to tie that into anybody else, but just making it firmly about her struggle and her journey through that. And the other characters are there, Mm -hmm. but they do a very good job of, of... indicating like no this is an important figure and we're going to focus on her and not her as it relates to ezra no but her just this is sabine Sabine. great few episodes there Mm -hmm. later in the season 
Um, we immediately like... jump season four in with Sabine as well. Like mm-hmm. it's she mm-hmm. is like picking up like Which steam makes sense as a for how main character end. too. She's great. I love her. It's like they they pick her up from and we'll like we'll get into it. when they pick her up and they're like we need your help because there's they're they're attacking our base on Adelon. Uh, yeah, they don't waste time being like we're gonna return the favor. We're gonna help. Yeah. Your your clan, we're gonna yeah. help Clan Ren. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any who's, we gotta go back. So we're jumping do. ahead again. Yeah, we're at well, the it's, a, it's okay. I guess. Oh, well, speaking of Ezra, I did want to mention that I found it absolutely hilarious in this season the number of times he flies off on a ship and he comes back in a different ship. Like, <laughs> like oh yeah, he's just switching ships all over the place. Like he's he, he the gets, turnover rate. He gets Jeez. the um the Phantom blown up. Are destroyed. Yep. He gets a, he and he eventually comes back with a different ship. He gets the A wing blown up and he comes back with a uh, the gauntlet. Ship. They call he it. He comes back. Yeah, the the Maul, Maul's ship. Oh yeah, he does. He comes he back with Maul's, Maul's ship. ship. And oh, Zeb is that like, Maul's ship? I didn't. It know. is yeah. his Maul's ship. So oh. that because when when he lands at the base and Zeb says, "Does this mean what I think it means?" and it says, "Yeah, we're not going to see Maul anymore." Like that's the yeah. ship that Maul was he using. Took- I didn't, I didn't get that because Kenobi directed him. He's like, keep going north. Yeah, yes, but he's in yeah, settlement. The only way that Ezra would know that Maul was dead is if Kenobi told him. So I feel like they I had wonder a conversation. What happened there? I think there was an understanding that. of like, I'm going to take this ship either way because if, if yes. Maul has won his battle, he's going to be stranded here. Yeah, well, yes. Ezra also has a connection with Maul. Since That's they true. were connected yeah, through yeah, the holocron, mm. so he yeah. likely could have felt it immediately. It. Oh, like, yeah. like they could easily work that in there. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, he took Maul. He took my yeah, he man's took, shit. He took Maul's shit. My man's body was not cold in the sand. No. And Ezra was like yoink and like flew. <laughs> So that's, that's an awesome ship also. It is. So it's cool. got a similar design to the other Mandalorian ships, which yeah. is like where my mind puts together when he's still landing is like, oh, this does look like those other Mandalorian ships they were mm-hmm. using. And then when Zeb says, as I mean, I think it means it took me back to, I think earlier in the season, Maul lands that ship on Adelon as he shows up in the you know domain of the Bendu, uh, who we definitely need to talk about that. Jim decided to text A-hole. me, then don't look around. <laughs> and I didn't understand what it meant. Like, of course, that's I like out of con- context. <laughs> I was like, text. what are you saying to me? And you then he was like, wait, where that. are you? <laughs> and then I told him. And then Bendu said that and I was like, mm. oh my God. <laughs> like, what a moment. There's something very funny to me about when, I mean, it's post Holocrons of Fate. It's mm-hmm. somewhere down in there. Um, well, Holocrons of Fate is episode three, so it's almost yeah. they yeah. all so it's, everything. It's after, after they've put the Holocrons together, and he sees the twin sons, and Maul's like, "He's alive! He's alive!" And he loses, but he comes back brain. to Adelon, and he's just kind of chilling there, and he shows up, and it's so casual, just like he's standing there, and they turn around, and they're like, "Oh, Maul's here!" After Ezra's been seeing him, yeah. well, he's, like, he's been just... playing the Maul's playing the mind games with yes. Ezra for like for a while, yeah. like. Yeah. Almost making Ezra kill people. <laughs> yes, but he's really now working on it. He's just standing there. He's just chilling. And he's just like, so <laughs> he, like, he does the Yoda wave. Yes, the <laughs> friggin' Yoda wave. I can't get over the Yoda wave. Like, just he—he's chill as he can be because we know Maul is a very extra man. Yeah, he ooh, but he was just like, I'm gonna play this real chill, and I'm gonna wait for the perfect moment to say anything like i'm just gonna stand like how long was he standing there he's a drama queen and i love that yeah. 
I love that about him. Keeps Every time you watch. see him in the season, right? Jeez, yeah, like, like man. Every <laughs> time you around. see him in the season, you don't know if he's there or not. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know if it's actually him or if it's a vision. Uh, and that's exactly how he wants it. Well, that's why I like You're exactly right, Ezra yeah. kind of figured that out eventually when he's like, mm-hmm. chop, uh, right at the end, he's like, Chopper, is anyone out there? Right. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Good to know. Yep. Um, so yeah, we, we do, you do holocrons of, of fate and you get the, like the crux of Maul's journey and what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. You get the vision that Ezra sees and kind of misinterprets, but kind of not because they're looking for a way to defeat the Sith, Yeah, which they both kind of end up wanting the same thing and it's on Tatooine yes. and for Maul it's Kenobi, but the answer to how do you, do, how do you defeat the Sith Ends up being Luke Skywalker. Yes, but of yeah, course and Kenobi s- has to send Luke on that journey otherwise. Right, but even and also has to send Ezra away and right. be like, it's not like what Go you're looking by. for is not here. Please, yeah, and please even leave. Even Go then, he say they they even said like your visions got muddled and mixed up, yeah. and so yep. we don't know. Like clearly, we as the outside force know like, oh, you really need Luke. You mm-hmm. want to destroy the Sith. Luke is who destroys the Sith. Um, yeah. And um, theoretically, um. they're about the same. Theoretically, yeah, they're about the same age, right? They Ezra are Luke at that point. almost identical in age because 16, Ezra's 17. born. Well, Ezra's born on Empire Day, yes, at, oh. which is the day the Empire formed. Luke yeah. and Leia are born within a week of the day mm-hmm. of the Empire, yeah. like because mm-hmm. all the time if he's in uh, Revenge of the Sith, you're looking at probably like yes. a week. So they're within a week of age of each other. So you can. Wild. Yeah. And then we so, see Luke. I had, I had some questions about ages in this season. Oh, go on. I love age questions. But, so, Timeline c- questions. Um, particularly with Wedge and Tilly's because he oh, becomes yes. kind of important to the season. Um I don't like Wedge in this show. I don't. I don't <laughs> I'm like not him a either. fan of Wedge. I, I wasn't huge either. on that episode. Um, nor am I huge on like, do we need this person who really like he's there? He's present, obviously, at the Battle of Yavin and mm-hmm. later on. Um, but all of his subsequent appearances in the canon, in the sequel, though, and I guess Rise of Skywalker, just kind of seems like, hey, remember this dude, Space? Because he doesn't. He's there as a pilot. He's cool and all. Um, he's in the books, I believe. But right? he's yeah. played as kind of young here, right? Um, I, if we say Sabine's like 1920 and he's kind of like in the same range because they're both at the academy, quote unquote, she's infiltrated, of course. Right. But like he's 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 got he's got teenager energy. Uh, I don't know. Um, let me I'm going to look up how old Dennis Lawson was in 1977. It, yeah, that's fair. So Dennis Lawson was born in 47, so he would have been 30. 30. <laughs> that is not a 30-year-old character. Yeah. T- but how old is Mark Hamill playing Baby Luke? Uh, he was well, probably about Ma- Mark Hamill is 19, actually 20? about the right age. Is he? That would, that would add up. That sh- yeah, you're probably right. Um, so because they were they were very much like this is a 19. This is a kid. He's still living at home. He still yeah. has rebellious tendencies. Yeah. Hey, that ends up working mm-hmm. out. Um, but it would line up that they would have cast someone in the right age range for what they were looking for. So Mark well, Hamill born was the right fifty-one. So that he was make born him, in th- Oh wow! So he was twenty-six. He was twenty-six. Carrie hmm. Fisher was fifty-six. So she would have been about twenty-one. Plus, 21. you gotta yeah. you gotta add filming years. So like yeah. seventy-seven is not like actually right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. true. Yes, that. 
I think she was 19. Which, He's dead on. Luke Sky, uh, yeah, she would have been about 19. And they're supposed to be, both of them, apparently are, are the same 19. age. Yes. Um, I don't know if you knew that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim. They're, they're 19 in canon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I had questions about that, about like just his appearance, because he seems very young. He's got that youthful energy and that rebellious I spirit. I would He's say... He's played by the kid in iCarly. No. Mm, I looked it up. So I would wow. say, personally, he felt early 20s to me. Mm. I would say 22-ish. Okay. Um, I like how they threw in Hobby in there. I don't know. Mm. Do you guys know Hobby? No, no, not particularly. Okay. I, I, I didn't know how big of a character he was. Like, having read the X-Wing books and stuff, Hobby is right. in um, a lot of the old Legends universe. He was at the Battle of Hoth um, through the Legends stuff. And I believe... Um, he may be obviously he's in canon now because he's in this, and so right. out of the three Imperial pilots they're they're rescuing, it's Hobby, who I'm pretty sure they're not going to kill because he's supposed to be in Hoth, Wedge, uh-huh. and then some random rando dude with them. I'm like, rando dude, you ain't gonna make he's it. He's getting yeah, <laughs> the red shirt. Yep. He's you, the red shirt. You get shot down. Very sad. Um, yeah, I and Hobby's not really much of a character. He's He's there, and his ship he's is there. flying, and Wedge he's speaks there. to him on the intercom, but you never hear from Hobby. <laughs> Just like, oh, Hobby, bear left. Oh, that's. I think he's there to be there. Yeah. Yes. Is really yeah. what it he's is. He's there to be there. That's, I, I, I mean, so this is when we start getting those figures in the Rebellion. You get Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. You got it. Um, General Dodonna, uh, who is a, a big part of uh, A New Hope. Um also, they they straight up name drop a new hope in yeah, Obi- Obi- Obi-Wan's transmission, um, <laughs> which I think is the same transmission he sends from Coruscant, saying like the Jedi Temple has fallen. Don't it's, come here. Yes. There so is a new hope. <laughs> there, it's a little different actually. The one in the movie from Revenge of the Sith is different than the one we get in Rebels in like the first episode. It's like mm. he sent a new transmission, I believe, is the, the explanation for it. And so this is the same transmission as Rebels Episode 1. Okay. But it's it's slight yeah. tweak. Fair enough. So, yeah, I found... So, like I mentioned, I really like serial storytelling. And this is kind of a weird serial storytelling method. It's not boom, 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 along like a, a string. It's like you, you kind of, you have a bunch of different stories and you're kind of hopping along them. Yeah, but, but even, it's all to build out their rebellion. Exactly. That is your main, like, I'd say the first half of the season, not including the, those first three episodes, um, are really them trying to expand on their rebellion. And so you're getting yeah, them yes. enlisting a whole lot of people, especially the most important Iron Squadron. Um <laughs> your, your favorite God. your favorite Nicole so my biggest problem with Iron Squadron is the fact that in Star Wars in general they will frequently name people in real life but twist their name mm. the fact that they twisted Matt Martin's name to Martin, to Martin Madden Martin. is so close it is obnoxious <laughs> I hate it uh, I hate it thank you yeah yeah. I like yeah. how they related him to the general, but the whole, the whole, his, I hate his name. I hate that they named him that. And Mark. I, <laughs> Mark. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, str- and he's not really like, 
He doesn't, well, he doesn't show up again after that episode. Nope. Like, oh, this is I've Commander Sato's nephew. And he does. Then he does come it. back later. Great. Yeah, I haven't seen him yet. Um, in I'm season in season four, he's there. I I know he's definitely there. I don't know how much. There's there's in that pocket of um, they pick up the the Y wings. Um, then we have the uh, the last battle, which I love that episode. It is like an extension of Clone Wars. It's great. It's fine. And it, it ex- I, I, <laughs> I go with it. Nicole on. on that. I'm uh, it's fine. I really, I really, Listen, I'm happy you love it. I really liked it. Uh, I thought it was very fun. Um, and I like what it does for Captain Rex. Like, I kind of give him closure. Yes, I like that it helps Rex. Then you've got. Life. Then you've got Iron Squadron, and then we have to pick up, like, oh, we now know that the mole within the Empire is, uh, 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 oh my god, Callus. I, I wasn't said, gonna help you. I almost said Kanan. I then, almost said Kanan, too. Yeah. Uh, but is Callus. Kanan is, Callus. Yeah. Um, so is not the mole in the Empire. I, no. I, I don't I, know if you know, I'm, Kanan <laughs> is the Jedi character. Yeah, yes, he's he Freddie Prince Jr. Got it. Go on. He's played a Freddie Prince Jr. No way. Um, <laughs> he's to married to the Inquisitor lady. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we tie in there. Then we get um, Saw Gerrera and oh, his yeah. extremist form of rebellion. Listen, the fact that they called that poor little Geonosian click clack. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, they, that was rough. That well, was bad. They, if you read the subtitles, he it literally says click clack. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I yeah, but it does. part but of it just kind like, of feels like I can't understand you. So I'm going to call you click clack, which yeah, feels like kind of wrong. Yeah. A little, little racist. Yeah. Little, little just, just, just oof. a little. Speciesist. It didn't feel speciesist. Speciesist. Yes. It didn't feel good to me. And he, so he digs up this hole in the bottom of this pit that they fall into. And they're like, oh, there must be other Geonosians down there. Cool. There's no Bye. evidence of that. None, not a bit. All this says is like, oh, this is a safe place for me to go and hatch this egg. Cool. But like, there's no indication there's anybody else down there. No. I thought when they said that we might see other Geonosians that are in cool. hiding. No. Yeah. No. It's just, he just goes into this hole and he's like, see ya. Yeah. yeah I just feel Which, like, you know, good I for feel him. like he'd be like, if he understood fully that they were calling him Click Clack, he would have been like, can you just call me the bug? That's better. Like, yeah. this is, this is tough. Yes. This do, is. Do you, do you, do you know what Click Clack means? Like, you, you really should yeah, stop right? saying that. Like, <laughs> Listen, you're just, it just felt. <laughs> that's <it>. our word. <laughs> that's our, that's our word. You can't. Yeah. That's kind of how it felt. It honestly. felt a little wrong um, to me personally. Sorry. Go on. You were talking about Saw Gerrera. Oh, I hate I mean, Saw. Like, he's well, yeah, he's, a, he's an a-hole. He's so bad. But it's very cool that it's Forrest Whitaker. It's very, yeah. it's very cool that Disney can just back up their truck of money and say, hey, you were in the movies. You want to be in this show? Cool. Yeah. Um, they do the same thing with Mon Mothma. It is the uh, Genevieve, Genevieve O'Reilly. Uh, thank you. Um, back Who as is, Mon Mothma. Yeah, she's going to be back in Andor as well. Yes. Oh, love that. Well, she was in Rogue us. One. She, she was, was in Revenge of the Sith. Like, yeah. she is there. Mon Mothma. Actually, she um, was not in Revenge of the Sith. I believe. I thought she was the stand-in for. She no. was. She was. I believe cut. Like she was hired for Revenge of the Sith. She was filmed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, I, I think okay. she was in all the deleted scenes. That's that's in, entirely possible. You, you're probably right there. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is kind of that. Like, it's more about how they're building this out and how you understand that this is a rebel cell within a larger rebellion. Right. Then there's the implication that Thrawn doesn't really know that, that they think this is the entire rebellion. Yeah, which is interesting because Thrawn's like the smartest son of a gun I've ever well, seen. He knows, well, he knows there's more cells, but he thinks that that um, Dodonis main... cell 
is yeah. wh- because when he at the end of it, he's like, Dodana cell is coming in. Now is the time to get them. He doesn't realize that there's more cells beyond those. Right. Sorry, there's a bug in here. Yeah, Nicole is trying to clap a bug. <laughs> really trying to on kill Mike. it. She's just um, really excited about what I'm saying. And, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, and and the other part of, of this season is him learning who each of them are. So yeah. he once he understands in Hera's Heroes that what, the, what the, the, the servants that he has let on that she is the servant... Mm-hmm. Um, is actually Captain Hera, Sindula. Sindula, um, as he likes to say yes. a lot. Well, because it's, it, Lars Mikkelsen can't be bothered to learn the I love Lars Mikkelsen so much. It doesn't um, matter, go on. But it works, because this is a guy that he's not going to... He's, he's seen their name on reports yeah. and on screens, like, whatever. I, I buy it. Mm-hmm. But that he just, like, decodes, ah, this totem is actually an important figure in... Um, Art stuff. Yes, in yeah. in the leadership and and in familial relationships yeah. of the Twilight people, and that must mean that you are Harasindula. And yeah. this drawing is from the Mandalorian Sabine Wren, and this yeah. Jedi who is Ezra Bridger. Like he's he's, he's piecing quick. everything together he's really quick. quickly. He's um, so quick. So every time you see him learn something, and he's immediately like, "Aha! Aha! Another piece yeah. to the puzzle." But and you're kind of like, "Ooh, this dude that. is." They lean into the art thing so heavily in the Thrawn books, and I well, loved it. I was like, "Ooh, I know this about him." He's a very well, good man. So, it's so the original Thrawn. Uh, book that came out in 91 that was his thing like it, his mm, thing was the okay. art and so that's they've they've made sure that they kept that and it's so much a part of his character that if they didn't have it it would not be thrown i feel like i knew that like i knew that he was like a legends boy and then he like was brought back and you just reminded me of that because i forgot i thought this is where he came from for a minute and, uh, well, this is where right. he first appeared in canon. Like in this is canon, bu- yes, yes. yes, yes. But I forgot that he was like legends into canon. Like people yeah, like as him they that start drawing much. those things in. He's great. I never. Uh, I always wanted to read those, like the original Thrawn books. Yeah, the legends ones. Mm-hmm. And um, I could never like find for a reasonable price, like even a even a reprint or something. Mm. I, I feel like when we launched the new canon, well, so they have like some print of it but i don't know it was like 25 bucks for oh. a, and for, I don't know. Yeah. No, um, i've wanted to well read worth, them they're well worth reading like um i still on my recommendation list i always have those because they're mm. like they are what kicked off the quote-unquote eu yeah mm-hmm. that was that was everyone's idea of a post uh return of the jedi trilogy right and how it expanded that story. I've always wanted to read it. Um, I just have not taken the opportunity to actually pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they relaunched the canon. They did the, the, the new Thrawn, pardon me, Thrawn books. Um, Ascendancy. Yeah. Right? Is that the only one? Is that the only trilogy that's canon? There's two trilogies so far. That's six books. Thought, right? uh, Thrawn, Ascendancy, and the the other, the Thrawn, the Thrawn, books that take place actually right around uh, Rebels, um, mm. where he's trying to get the TIE Defender project up and running. I gotta uh, read those. There's cause... no overarching mm. title for it. It's just the, Thrawn whatever. The TIE Defender is rad, I, by the way. Because I didn't read the last book in the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy because no one said I should, so I didn't. I um, will... Um, 
Because yes. I didn't like the second one very much. Nah, if you didn't like the second one, you're not going to like the third one. It's okay. there. I liked him. He just wasn't in it. He's in the third one more. Okay. Question okay. mark? <laughs> no, no, it, he is. He is. It's just not. It's they're They feel the same. It, I feel like I'm going to reread the first one just like for fun because I really liked that book. Um, but anyway, we got to see Thrawn work out. <laughs> so, which was real weird yeah, and we, I loved it <laughs> we had several overarching themes throughout this season um, Thrawn was one where he kept yep. bouncing like a pinball throughout the season we mm-hmm. had Sabine's Mandalorian stuff and um, yep. uh, oh what's his name um, the Mandalorian Fen Rao. Fen Rao yes Fen Rao I, I, I really you get to really like Finn Rao by the end of it. I, I yeah. yeah, like him. Um, That's another dude. If they brought him in like they did with Katie Sackoff, they could bring in Kevin McKidd to be Finn Rao mm-hmm. in the if they wanted to bring the character in like that's another person that kind of matches the likeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't so, do that with Callus, unfortunately. I'm actually okay. kind of surprised. Yeah. That's who Callus is? Yes, yes. I'm actually kind oh, of surprised no. that they made Callus white, white? Yeah. based on um the the voice actor because like it, it does not seem something lucasfilm would do is it, is it and it could be just a larger statement about the makeup of the empire it is very homogenous it, it is, is very homogenous. you know You're like right. there are no there are no like there's no blue people species aside right. from the there's, blue guy well, except for thrawn <laughs> i guess yeah but there's not there's not like a multitude of species that make up the empire yeah it's just white people it, and and then like and stormtroopers and the ugnots as their right. underlings yeah right that's and the ugnots aren't even happy to be there because this the first chance they get to jump ship they do with hondo they're like they I, sure do um no i we did finally get Jim to in which episode is it? Probably in the zero hour. Yeah, it's in zero hour. Uh, hot Callus showed up, and nope. I was like, "Nope, get no. out!" You that won. was not hot. Callus. That was not hot. Callus. Well, so the second he's not is walking a, around with just that big ass helmet on. This his is a head, me he's... problem. Okay, he got beat to hell, and I was like, "I get it." Nope, that's not hot. yet. <laughs> that You'll... was it. Once, you'll see it. You'll see. It. I believe. I mean, sure yes, will. it is more so once he takes off like the imperial fatigues. Yeah. But in this season, he stops wearing the stupid helmet that perfectly mirrors his mutton. Yeah, chops. thank God. I saw that. somebody comment or like the the ability for someone to carve their facial hair in yeah. the shape of the helmet that they are wearing yeah. is something special. <laughs> Do you think he's not using that? As, as a his, guy, <laughs> like, that's his stencil. It's like when Spider Man found the goatee saver in Doctor Strange's yes, basement. Yes, that's um, huh? Wasn't that Zendaya? Oh, maybe it was Zendaya. That yeah, found it. yeah. You could be right. That's her name. Oh, they did. Um, MJ. Anyway, there was no, a comment it's made. Zendaya, is it not? Right. There was a comment made on Double Agent Droid that Imperials don't remove their helmets during uh, when they're in um. Yes. on duty and i'm like yeah. oh so you acknowledge the fact that you only have one body and yes. you just keep yes copy pasting uh-huh. it <laughs> yeah that's really right do. it was when they're flying in ap5 was telling uh wedge right. like put your helmet he's like i will I, I will put the helmet on i went to the academy like yeah i was there <laughs> i was there um, they're all the same yeah. they're literally uh, yeah copies. i could have sworn i was like that's definitely hot callus because i'm starting to get it I'm upset that that's not it because that one little piece of hair, like just right out of place. I was like, oh, there it geez. is. There it is. No, yeah, and no, listen, he gets very casual. I get it. Rebellion. I get it. Um, I still am like, 
listen, Thrawn's right there, so never mind. But it's I got it for a second, and now you're telling me there I'm going to be in more trouble. It gets better. Fantastic. It gets, it gets better. better. All right. So we <laughs> men- on, we we mentioned another of these hopskitch skip 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 characters and storylines is the Bendu. The Bendu. Listen, that monkey man. Go on. I feel turns out, turns like out to be a real a hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, problem? he. Like he's he the one was, in the middle. He's the Ben dude. Didn't you hear him say it fifteen I times? I know. Hear him say it a lot. <laughs> he was like super important at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and then he comes back a couple of times towards the end, but not really. Like the one with Maul when he says, "Look behind you." Yeah. They never acknowledge his presence again after that. Because yeah. the Bendu's like, goodbye. Like, yeah. He just is like, I don't want to deal with he that He should have guy. been the mediator in that he conversation of the light side. He decided to and talk. Then, he, d- he went to Taco Bell. And then, like, like an, the mall reminded him. He was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you fucking cop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, later, he's again, he shows up. But he doesn't say anything. He's literally like a character in the background. Like it's it's like they don't know what to do with him, but they don't want to no. acknowledge that he's like not he's there. Still around. It yeah. was yeah because it's the tee up that he's going to factor into the end of the season. Um, and, and I don't think I ever even realized that he would factor into the end of the season. I didn't think he would, but then you know. Once, he well, once they dropped to be a thunderstorm. Yes. So that once, was cool. once they dropped the Ezra is going down the path of the dark side and Kanan needs help and guidance of how to avoid that happening mm-hmm. after like episode three, mm-hmm. it just kind of becomes this other force wielder that Kanan bounces ideas off of, mm-hmm. but they're not really around enough for that to develop into much that's meaningful. Yeah. Because Kanan immediately, like at the end of episode two, when he picks up Ezra off the collapsing uh Thanks. freighter in the sky yep. um that he is just there for ezra more than he was before and becomes the figure and the leader that ezra needed him to be dead yeah, yeah. and the mm-hmm. rest of the season just kind of goes on mm-hmm. yeah i also they just also never really explain in a way i understood so maybe i'm stupid what the hell a bendu is the like, one in the just, middle he, god it's a dream <laughs> He is the Bendu. He's the one in the middle. I get it. I understand. But like. He says it three different times in the last he episode. He says it a lot. In like, the last episode alone, he introduces himself three times. Once in the sky. a lot. Once when he's down and talking to Thrawn, uh, Thrawn about his fate. And then Thrawn shoots him in the face and then he Yeah, laughs. he disappears and he laughs. And I swear that that laugh was, ha ha ha, I am the Bendu. The yeah. one in the middle. <laughs> like, it's so just like, whoa, buddy. Like, he, it's just. I don't get what I'm supposed to get. He's supposed you know? <laughs> to be, I think, like Yoda. He's definitely like supposed to be like this all-knowing character. A gray Yoda? Yeah, but he's not in it enough to make me like him. Like, no, I yeah. don't care. Like, yeah. He's a big shell monkey man. I feel like they could That's have it. used him more. Especially, like, that Maul episode. Like, you had him there. You you literally pulled him into the episode, yeah. and then you just forgot about him. <laughs> like, yeah, Maul kinda, was like, yeah. I'm not even going to address the, that. Yes, the, the giant. <laughs> like, I feel like he would have been like, The giant Hello? creature that looks like the landscape. Yeah, it just would have been like, what the hell is the big thing? What's that? Why is that plant talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. Or mushroom? Are you a mushroom? 
did I eat something? He does what look kind of like um like the 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 things the yes he, he, he looks, looks like, like the shrubbery. The, it looks like the clickers in The Last of Us yeah. when they're growing that f- like hard shell fungus stuff around their faces. Right. That's how that dude looks. It, yeah. He doesn't really amount to much. He really is kind of the device that allows them to get off planet and That's distract it, yeah. Thrawn. Which fine. So he's like a MacGuffin. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's I, literally a Deus Ex Machina in the sky. Like he's he's. Mm, I did he's like his thundercloud persona, especially with the eyes. Um, at, at the end, I like, like that he wasn't there to let them escape because he tries to shoot down the rebels as well. Well, he's like, get out of here, and then tried to shoot them. Which, that was kind of mixed messages, right? Like, leave this place, but also I will kill one of your A-Wing pilots. Yeah, like, leave this place, but not before I do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, I'm serious about this. Wild. Yeah, it was kind of, like, lacking in that... Um... Well, the other thing that's weird about that episode, so Hera Sorry, tries to send... Yeah, mm-hmm. but Hera tries to send off Ezra and Kanan to... Uh, Get away from the blockade, contact Mon Mothma, get more rebel ships into the system to mm-hmm. distract Thrawn. Of and which the, like, the plan you just outlined, almost none of that happened. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Kanan immediately says like, oh, I got a buddy that can help us out. And he goes off into the... the uh, at which yeah, point you question wilderness. does anybody follow Hera's leadership because which, Ezra listen, literally we, just left yeah. the last episode and when Ezra has the opportunity to contact her <laughs> she's like nah we're like we can't sacrifice the ships and he immediately has to be like ah then I gotta go see Sabine right but yeah that plan is immediately out the window Hera like there's that like meme of like I work hard to make this house a home that's Hera all the time and it's just like over and over and over again people just screwing with her stuff and i we don't talk we're, we haven't talked about her a lot but she is the queen of this show she is just serving everything and i love her and i want to get drinks with her and like why does no one including kanan who i just want to slap listen to her it's like honey listen to your girlfriend for like three seconds you're ticking me off and i just love her that's all that's my rant did your heart melt when she calls kanan love yes. in the last episode <laughs> come back to base love just come back to base love and i was like oh something's gonna go horribly wrong eventually for you too isn't it and i know i know i know no one's saying anything <laughs> but like no there's actual tears in my eyes like i love them very much and i just want her to have happiness and i feel like it's never gonna happen so I, I have I have questions when it comes to character interactions. Go on. Everyone can understand Chopper. Oh yeah, we can understand Chopper. But Zeb cannot understand Chopper because in the episode with the, is it the warhead, um, the the infiltrator droid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has to ask AP five what Chopper is saying over and over and over again. Yes, and I'm like, didn't we just like have haven't we established that like Ezra can understand him? Everyone can Hera understand. Can understand him. Him. Well, Hera makes sense. I think I think they have. Zeb has always not been able to understand Chopper. Mm, okay. I find okay. it weird. But I, I also enjoy when out. I can understand Chopper. Love when, like, Chopper there's, says, oh no, my favorite. Well, there's a point in that episode, I wrote this down, that, um, so Zeb brings the infiltrator droid in and is like, ah, this is going to help you with inventory, AP5. And Chopper goes, wah, 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 wah. and you're like, he just said, I've got a bad feeling about this. 100%. <laughs> that is what Chopper just said. Yeah. Um, and later on, I wrote this one down as well because I get very excited when I can understand Chopper. 
in Twin Suns when they're going through the desert um, and the, the A-Wing blows up. Chopper turns to Ezra and he straight up asks, what do we do now? Yeah. Like it's a hundred percent what he's asking. And a part of it was like, I can understand Chopper. I understand Chopper. I understand his sass, that little boy. And then he just powers down in the middle of Tatooine. And I was like, it's a little scary, but also (laughs) kind of encouraging when a droid can do that. Like you see it happen in Clone Wars that like, uh, there's an episode where I think R2 and C3PO are stranded somewhere Mm -hmm. and R2 shuts down. And it's like yeah. power conservation, but it's like, it's kind of like a droid dying, but it's kind of like a droid not dying. Not dying. I I just had flashbacks, though, at that point. If you've ever seen The NeverEnding Story, oh. like, oh. I just remember when Atreyu, yes, I haven't seen it in years, but when the he horse? loses the horse, <coughs> and he's just yelling, are you good? <coughs> I inhaled water. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on a work call. There was a rumor for a really long bad. time that, that 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 horse did in fact drown. Stop! But they they <clears throat> tell me no. Yeah, no, that was that was okay. debunked. God. I'm sorry. Listen, I inhaled water, but yes, we were talking about that horse. It's yes. Artex, right? He's yelling Artex, <clears throat> and I just as as Ka- as Kanan as Ezra is sitting there yelling Chopper. I'm going Artex. <laughs> like I'm just losing my mind with just that was traumatic yeah. for me. Um, so in that yeah. episode, Every, are we going to talk about that we're gonna, episode? Let's talk about Twin Suns. Damn. Um, How dare. Because here's my other question. Um, <clears throat> Ezra's talking about how he, uh, Obi-Wan's warning beacon was going off mm-hmm. in the ship. Mm-hmm. And he's having these visions from the mall and he wants to go to Tatooine to check things out. And he thinks mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's alive. <clears throat> and Rex start talking to each other. Yes. And Rex says, well, Senator Organa said that Obi-Wan didn't survive. Like he's dead. Right. Yes. When did that, like, is that part of the whole cover story? Probably. Yes. Or also him sending out a transmission to tell everyone that everyone's dead is stupid if he's playing dead. So why would, because obviously Bale knows that Obi-Wan's alive. Yes. Do, is he keeping up that appearance for the good of his daughter and also for Luke and the future of the rebellion? probably. But wouldn't you tell, like, Obi-Wan's good buddy, Captain Rex, that he's alive, but he's on a very important mission and we can't bother him. I think the fewest mm. pe- the fewer people who know Obi-Wan's actually alive, the safer it is. Yeah. And then Ezra comes back with the news that he is, in fact, alive. Right. But, like, when was that decision made? Because Organa bails out Yoda and Obi-Wan. Yeah. He, he bails them out? Just bail Organa, bail them out? <laughs> I didn't even... I didn't even... I didn't even mean to. I didn't mean to do it. I loved it so much. Um, so but yeah, yeah, he so does that. I, I found that interesting that like Rex is like, no, no, no. Senator Organa said that that he's dead. Like he's he's not he's not yeah, around. It's chill, even though it's easily refutable. Right. Um, yeah, that, that was a question I had. Just when did that happen? When was that decision? I made? don't know. I would say I think when they agreed to take the twins because that a, initial transmission was made before the twins were born. Mm-hmm. Right, <clears throat> and so easily they could just say, "Yeah, Kenobi got killed," and then just I leave it at that. Like, world. I guess, like yeah. how many of the Je- like thousand, hundred, tens of thousands of Jedi were killed? Yeah. It's yeah. Pre- pretty easy to go, "Yeah, he's dead," and everybody mm-hmm. would go, "Yeah, it makes sense." Like, literally, we, not we question. Know that the <laughs> the prevailing understanding within the Empire is that he is gone. Yeah. Um, and I believe what we will see in the Obi-Wan show is Vader's realization that he is alive mm-hmm. because we've been promised a showdown. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this obviously takes place well after that point, but um, yeah, all right. I, I, I guess I guess I buy it. I just found it interesting that like the one guy that has seen him that kind of helped push things along to ensure the future of a rebellion would also say, yeah, this figure, this person that could really help us out right now, he did. He gone. Yeah. He's well, the question is, is like it, when you say he's alive, what's the first thing they're going to say? Well, where is he? Yeah, where where's yeah. he where's he been? What's he doing? What? How do we get a hold of him? If they think he's dead, yeah. they will not try to contact him, right? And then really mess up everything that they've been trying to like preserve right. up till that point. If they like, which is probably why when Kenobi meets Ezra, he's like, "Get the hell out of here!" Yeah, like go over the goodbye. So what, Ezra goes. What are you walk. doing? No kind, almost no kindness to this kid. Does Kenobi give? Like he's no. just like, listen, you gotta go. Well, you're a long way from home. <laughs> well, he built, you know, he, so he goes on his walk, but he passes out in the desert. He wakes up. Chopper is awake. Fine, he's fine. Basically says like, hey, look, it's Obi Wan. Yeah. Obi Wan hey. immediately knows who Ezra Bridge like says like you know because he says you're a long way from home, Ezra Bridge or whatever he says. Um, basically tells him like you know whatever you're looking for, it's not here. And Ezra's like, oh, crap, I have led Maul directly to you. Yeah. What are we going to do about that? And he says, oh, Maul's an old adversary. I got I it. I got this. <laughs> and he do. And he does. Yeah. And listen, we can talk about that confrontation for a long time. But I think it's better if everyone just listens to Sam Witwer talk about it. Because he breaks it down like moment by moment. Mm-hmm. Like little baby movement by movement. It's the best. So, well, yeah. I, so I had heard... When that first premiered, a lot of people complaining about their interactions. Like, they wanted something more bombastic, more sure. flippy. But it's like, what you wanted flippy. With, like what you wanted with him and Ahsoka, I imagine. It's I like, guess, I want yeah. more, more discussion. Yeah. It's, but it's so perfect. It's I great. think it's, it's great. It, it gives you exactly as much as you need for yes. that moment. Because it's like, Maul has been thinking about Kenobi forever. And Kenobi's probably just like, who? Like, mm-hmm. kind oh, of. Oh yeah, you're still here? Like, he hasn't even yeah. thought about him. It's like, um, I was watching, oh, I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy this weekend and i stopped halfway through because i was like i don't like this and i stopped (laughs) but there's a moment where like drax and he has a conversation with ronan and drax's whole thing is like you killed my wife and you Mm -hmm. killed my daughter and i'm gonna kill you and ronan goes i don't know who you are and i think that like trope thing is definitely here but in a very like more subtle way and kind of like likable way where obi-wan's like (laughs) Well, yeah, it's not like a, it's not like a Jedi to carry a grudge, exactly. And Which it's and it's also Maul's got it, it's kind of <laughs> crazy because Maul is the person that killed the love of your life. Yeah, but he has to let that go, and he also understands the bigger picture of what's going on. And yeah. I'm, I'm here to protect the future of the galaxy. Yeah, and to help, like, step in when this kid needs yeah. guidance. Yeah. Um, so Maul says, like, oh, you've gotten so old and and tired mm-hmm. and. Obi-Wan's response is, it's basically the rehash of something far worse has happened to you. Yeah. Um, which is like, you know, you've lived your life full of vengeance and, and hatred. Yeah. And where has that gotten you? Here. And he takes that. We're in the same <laughs> <Yeah>. spot. <laughs> My yeah. poor baby. It's, and, and I like that the duel is not drawn out. No, it's two moves and it's 
over. Yeah. And it's brilliant. It's just so brilliant that, again, Sam Witwer explains this much better than I'm about to. But basically, by Obi-Wan imitating Qui-Gon, like for a hot second, he triggers something in Maul that Maul does, tries to do the same move that killed Qui-Gon. And it's like this subconscious thing that like Maul probably doesn't even realize it's happening to him. But by Kenobi going into the Qui-Gon ready pose, Maul immediately goes for the kill that he did with Qui-Gon. Obi-Wan knows that's exactly what he's going to do. And in one move, kills Darth Maul. Not Darth anymore, just, just Maul. Just, just, just Maul, yeah. <laughs> he kills just, just Maul. Maul. But, but you could argue that he's reverted. But anyway, and, it's like... But then he holds him. Brilliant. And he holds him as he dies. And, yeah. Ooh, and uh, and Maul say, says, like, is it the chosen one? Is, he, is it the like, chosen one? Like, he understands yes, he suddenly. But, but the way they take it, like, we know the chosen one. And he's like, yes, he's the chosen one. He yeah. will avenge us. I loved and, that. Because it was just the most, like, Maul line. Like, of course, that's his dying words. Of course. Because that's all he can understand. That's all he's got in his body brain is vengeance and it's his first line like it's his first line in uh, uh, uh phantom menace is at last we will reveal ourselves to the jedi at last we will have our revenge so he perfectly gets bookended here with his at last we'll have our revenge and then he, he will avenge us oh did i have a lot of feelings yes had i seen that a million times yes did it matter no like it was just that's what that's what we were like perfect. i had seen it before and like yeah like it, it doesn't, doesn't matter it, when you're no, not it, seeing it, it in matter. context yes. like you had to... And to have the kenobi scream in the same like <laughs> sam whitwer should just get an award just for that just for it's everything a very in good Sons. performance he's so good and he just makes me very happy. And I just think it's that beautiful moment of Maul dying and he kind of goes back to like this more gray area, like definitely leaning towards dark side of the Force user, but like still a little like not a Sith at all moment where he's like, but he remembers like almost where he was at before he knew Kenobi was alive. Where he's like, is it the chosen one? Like, that's kind of what he's, like, looking for. Well, yeah, he only wants two things. He wants revenge on Obi-Wan. He wants the Sith to He wants meet revenge their, on the Emperor. Their downfall. That's, that's Those are the two wants. things he wants. Yeah. So he kind of remembers that. And then still, even with all of this growth, he ends almost exactly where he began with vengeance. And it's like, ooh, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise has nothing to me on the tragedy of Maul. But fine, go on. Darth, no just... longer Darth Maul without a last name. Right. Do you have a last name? What's your family name? He's like, I don't got one. I, like, I was called something once. I don't remember. Now it's just Maul. Oppress? Like Cher. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maul oppress. Like yeah, Madonna. Well, <laughs> again, I feel like the Savage Maul relationship is more of like a... Yeah, it's not a literal brother. Brother. Quote we're in brother. the same cohort. Actually, right. I believe yeah. they were physically related. Were they? Were they? I believe so. Hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, I feel like, but I feel like Savage was like, Savage? Yeah, th- Savage. Thank you, it wasn't subtle in their name choice. Yeah, <laughs> Not even a little too. bit, I've made TikToks about it. Well, he's it's also a different oh, color. He is, but... Wow. He's not red. Not, no, come they, they on. Could have the same, <laughs> they could have the same mom and different dads. I guess, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or something to that effect, I would assume. Or a different mom way, and a different dad. Oh, wait, that's the... 
Yeah, that, that would mean they're not literal brothers, Jim. I mean... That's my point. The way that Dothamir works... I got questions. I, I really have questions. We'll, we'll talk but, about that when we do our listen, uh, Clone Wars retrospective. Yeah, there you go. I, listen, I love that they went back to Dothamir and Maul, like just really embraced his witchy self mm-hmm. and i was like go get it honey look at him he's a little baby witch and i love it well for him. i love how they tied his arc with ezra to sabine's arc yes mm-hmm. yeah when they have the dark saber there and she's there and she's right. like oh yeah, like, oh, oh, I know, I know what that is and, and then that, she doesn't want anything to do ezra goes uses it destroys the altar then we leave that alone for a few episodes mm-hmm. then we come back in and uh, a few episodes later for Trials of the Darksaber and Kanan is just holding it and shows Fen around. It's like, hey, look what we've got. And Fen's like, oh, snap. Oh, boy. We need to show Sabine how to use it. And she's like, nah, I'm good. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't Kinda want like it. Kind of like John Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want, want it. it. <laughs> like, just, ooh. I was actually impressed with how well this tied into the Mandalorian because everybody was yeah. saying yeah. Um, how um, Katie Sackoff... Um, what like uh Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan, yeah, yes. Bo wouldn't take the saber, even though she was given the saber. We we haven't seen it yet, it, but they had talked about it in the Mandalorian. Spoilers, it's coming. Um, sure. but we had we had talked about it in the Mandalorian, but they specifically state in this season one, um, Sabine's mother said, "Did you win that by combat?" And she yep. said no. He's no. like, well, no, then it doesn't no mean it. anything. Yeah. Said that here before anything mm-hmm. happened in the like in later in Rebels. So that has already been outlined here. Um, oh, there's but something else. But then she else. does. She does win it in combat against Gar Saxon. But, but she doesn't she win, win it, in combat, it. Not for Maul. No. I was actually so trying like, to trace who owns the saber. Obi Wan defeated him, but Vader defeated Obi Wan. Who would be, would Luke be the one considered to beat Vader? Yeah, so since Luke Luke is the proper owner of the Darksaber. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Elder Wand all over again, and I don't know what to do with it, and the logic is inherently flawed. Um, I don't know. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Just... just Oh, tell me, tell I, me who it belongs to. I, I, good. I remember the other thing that I wanted to, when they um when Mando Din Djarin was using the saber, he was acting as if it was exceptionally heavy. Yeah, yeah. They talked uh-huh. about that here. Yeah, they did. We're like yeah. it, the, you have to learn to work with it, and, and it will become it's lighter. getting lighter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They talked. To, she talked about how heavy it was and how when mm-hmm. she starts yeah. to use it, it was getting lighter. I'm like, I never caught that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yes, cool. I it's found really that cool. very enriching as they yes. were discussing that um, and going over the different uh, like, you know, fighting techniques and, and stances and how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find that to be a very cool callback because I re- had that fresh in my mind as yeah. he's, he's trained to use it with the armorer. And she's like, you need to stop fighting against it and start like it's an extension of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, really thought that was very cool. Really cool. Yeah. But yeah, I would argue she did win it in combat, I and guess. it does belong to her. I guess. Um, and the, uh, the, uh-uh. the the doom that's coming for Mandalore is uh, on its way, soon yes. to be teed up. Yeah, I. Uh, but then there's new I, doom that uh, is seen in the Mandalorian. All that explosion mm-hmm. stuff is not seen in Rebels. Right. No, it's after it's after all this because we go to Mandalore again. Yes, actually, it's really and it's um, not. Uh, during 
celebration of 2017. Um, it was kind of cool. They uh, they had a panel on rebels, and so we all um, I went in and brought my daughter, and we watched the panel on rebels. And we're leaving the panel, and literally as we are stepping foot outside the door, we hear sounds. And I'm like, what? Like, are like it sounds like they're playing something? Okay, let me turn around and see. They started playing the first two episodes of the next season. Keep in mind, oh, no. Celebration was in either April or August, and they didn't premiere the series until October. So I like wow. they played the se- like the episodes like four or five months in advance, and they don't announce these things at Celebration. Mm-hmm. It's just like you happen to be in the right place at the right time, you can get free like like yeah. shows up at, like ahead of time or even like, a lot of times it's stuff that you'll never see again mm-hmm. yeah and so that's cool um and then zero hour happens after that yeah it's just an all-out I, assault on the base and i gotta say ezra's astronaut helmet is fascinating to me i don't think i'd ever seen that in star wars have i seen that before i feel like they haven't they don't really do spacewalks in star they wars they don't a lot. right like I was like, what apparently is the Mandalorian that? helmets are a perfect seal. Yeah, they're fine. Well, that's no a, they problem. keep they keep putting on the stormtrooper helmets every time they like when they yeah, went to that's the right. That's right. Um, yes. Purgle uh, mm-hmm. world. All they did was put on the the stormtrooper like the cadet right. helmet, yep. and so it's yep. even though there is nothing underneath, they can still breathe fine. No, yeah, right. That's just like a because it's it's just got a flap that pulls down his like his kabuki looking helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it, yeah, there's there's no it's not like it's got a a, a, a a turtleneck on it <laughs> to keep things sealed um yeah i guess you just kind of hand wave yes that it creates a seal somehow yeah. through space magic yeah so and then ezra's got like a full bowl like fish bowl on his head yeah. there's and a few like, things huh? there's a few visuals huh? in there that like come back just in rebels in general like that come back in the, the disney movies mm. um i think in, in season two uh kanan flies through space to get back to his ship using the force uh and yes. then they use that in last jedi yes and here I... we have uh, a bunch of ground troops that are walking along a giant ship to blow it up and that comes back for rise yes, of skywalker yeah i think that was this season because i remember like noting it in my head because that's when maul <laughs> is like talking to kate and like it's this almost like sweet moment where maul's like i didn't mean to blind you and kate <laughs> like yeah you're trying to kill me he was like yeah. And at first you don't succeed, and he throws him out the airlock. That was this like, season, yep. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that Who was almost nice. That was almost nice. So yeah. And the, then it wasn't. I, and then he flies himself back in, and I was like, ooh, Leia. Yeah. The, that, that scene drew huge criticism online, because they're like, they it's a total recall myth that if mm. you are out in space, you explode. Because mm-hmm. there's no pressure, which is the worst um, science misunderstanding. <laughs> like, like they, like literally, what happens here is what would happen. Like, really, if you exhale all the air from your lungs, you will be fine. You'll just freeze to death. You will very quickly. You will, you will essentially either freeze or asphyxiate because you don't have any oxygen. You will not explode mm-hmm. because that's like your body is better at containing air pressure than apparently you think it is. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. It, but it, it is so cold in space, you would um, 
your blood would actually actually it's actually very hot in space. Your blood would boil because there's no air pressure. Um, I think I think they demonstrated that in um, the Cloverfield paradox. I think that happens to somebody. Did they? Oh, I think really? there's something something happens. Someone Not like sure. space drowns and their blood boils and something messed up. Yeah, Me- messy movie, but some crazy stuff happens. Oh yeah. But yeah, pe- um, people like the the internet geekdom threw a hissy fit over it. I'm like, no, that's a, that that's about right. Yeah. You actually have a little bit of time if, if you were lost in space to try to get yourself not lost in space (laughs) i i had no problem with with that demonstration of like you can do that um it is weird that they're like running along the top of this ship in in the middle of space quite literally away from like the atmosphere of adalon yeah um and they're just shooting the the gravity wells with blasters enough for it to blow up which feels very video gamey to me yeah. where it's like destroy this thing and you have whatever your character is equipped with and you just shoot it with enough blaster bolts that it, it eventually blows up yeah sure sure cool i don't know it's new technology we already learned it's new technology because they blew yes. up the prototype last season yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. I did. I did like that that thing came back and that there were two of them. Um, the not Holdo <laughs> remover, but the maneuver rather. Mm. Uh, but just Commander Sato, just blowing through one of them. Oh. What'd you? What was the uh, your your Ermagerd? Ermagerd uh, interdictor. 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 Ermagerd the interdictor. Interdictor. I was like, you're what? <laughs> interdictor. They just kept saying it, and I was yeah, like, interdictor. I, I don't like that they killed Commander Sato. I understand yeah, it upset. kind of. They they I think they killed him because he's not in the movies, but Hera's not in the movies, and she's um like ancillarily in the movies now. Right. I looked up um similarly General Dadana. Uh, he like, that's is. Like, I don't know if you notice. He's actually in one of the movies. Yes. He. So he's in a New Hope. He is in like the gym. Yes. <laughs> but I looked up. Like, was he in more? No. He, he dies gets between yeah. a New Hope and oh, Empire Strikes shame. Back. Somewhere in the canon, he dies. I think they killed but him off like, in I the comics. Him. Now I don't. I don't remember. Could have been that. But yeah, I'm looking at him like, yeah, yeah, I know he's in there, but like what becomes of him? And yeah, he dies like a year after the Battle of Yavin. I physically, physically hate his character model in this show. (laughs) He does not. Everybody else, like the ships look realistic. The characters kind of look like they fit in with the ships. And then he looks like a cartoon character of the other rebels characters like they made a rebels character of him and then made a cartoon mm. character based on that <laughs> yeah i feel that way about about a few of these characters um you talk there's the the one voiced by clancy brown the guy from lethal clancy brown's return to star wars right savage um, press well, after he was Savage Press, but now he's playing the dude from Lothal that like oh writer aids in the rebellion. What's yes, thank you. Who's actually Ryder. named after a Star Wars author, Ryder Windham. Um, well, that's a better use oh of honoring someone God, working in Star right. Wars than Mark Matten. Um, um, also, yeah, I'm f- yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. He does look like you're right. Yeah, I, I feel like Ryder looks like someone took Clancy Brown and yes. face scanned him and put him in Star Wars, which yes. is like it's fine. fine with me. Um, it is, it is another dude with a white beard yes. on the cast of, of rebels. <laughs> we got three of them now. Um, yeah. Ryder Azadi. It just came to me. There yeah. You go. Good job. Proud of you. Yeah. Right. So if we need to wrap up, we've been going yeah, for a while. 
Um, I did want to say that I, I remember when it came out and I kind of got te- keyed in again at the end of this, they mentioned that they're headed to Yavin. Mm-hmm. And I, yes. I, I love the connection because like we keep inching closer to the movies. I, I believe we're mm-hmm. about two years out from a, a New Hope at this point. By the end of the season, yeah. 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 And um, I... It's like when the Rebellion becomes the Rebellion. They pick up Mon Mothma. Yeah. She unites well, that's, the different that, that cells. That is it. That's the start of the is. Rebellion is when they pick up Mon Mothma. Is that, that, is, that episode is the start of the official Rebellion. Yeah. Rebellion TM. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The trademark rebellion. Yes. Our circle. Um, right. That too. That. Yep. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. Um, See. Yeah. Thrawn's Thrawn's battle helmet rebellion is stupid. Um, and I like. Yes, his, it is. It's so dumb. His battle helmet is stupid, but I, I I like the tee up of where things are going with Thrawn and that he survives the season. I yeah, appreciate I that he went through with it. He probably put it on and went. This looks stupid. Yeah, right. But let them say something. He doesn't it. he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would wear a helmet in yeah. battle. Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy who'd be like, screw it. It's a little weird. <laughs> like, well, there I'm, could I'm, be I'm, shrapnel. Right. Yeah, but he bare knuckle shirtless brawls giant battle droids in his mm-hmm. office. Yeah, he does. Well, maybe a seed would fall off one of the trees. <laughs> Listen, that scene was for like me and five other people. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> they were like, hey, in 10 years, someone's going to love this. And she was me. It wasn't even 10 years, like five. Yes, five. <laughs> I can't help it, okay? Heat miser, snow miser. I've got both. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. All right. I, like I said, thank I, you so much. I'm trying. The last couple, <laughs> these last couple episodes, like, there's so much in this season to unpack. Like, the whole so Sabine much. stuff. Like, I was. Oh, enthralled with her entire episodes. The entire second half of this season is some of the best Great. that Star Wars has ever been. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's so good, like, especially now when you look back on it and where we're going with the Mandalorian story, that it's it really enriches that experience. Um, even to the point where um, Vicky, my fiance, is um, like kind of catching up on the fan theories, like, who's the armorer? And there's a theory out there that she is Sabine's mom. What's her name? Oh. Ursa Wren. Ursa. Um, there is a theory that it could be her. I, I don't buy into it, but she's like, who's Ursa Wren? And I was like, she's, uh, I think Sabine, this is before I watched this season. I was like, I think it's Sabine's mom. And I think she's in Rebels. She's like, is that the armorer? I was like, there. I think there's a theory that it is the armorer. But like. I don't know about all that. As I, she was coming. I don't. She came, it doesn't seem I don't like think it. it's that. It doesn't seem like it would be because she also appears without her helmet. And she's very much, right, you know. Right, yeah. She's not um, like that. But so she comes home from work and I'm watching Trials of the Darksaber and she's like, the Darksaber. I was like, yes. Like if there's Welcome. if there's yes. any part of this show you'd ever watch because you're interested in the Mandalorian yeah, storytelling, Mandalorian. watch this part. Yeah. It's very entertaining. Yeah, it is so, very cool. Yeah, it was cool. Th- those, whole, those whole three, four episodes, like following the Darksaber's, you could just literally pull out the Darksaber's trajectory yeah, and like just watch those, and is absolutely. They great. have a on Disney Plus right now an Obi Wan Obi Wan collection. Yes, they do. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. the prequels, it's a New Hope, and it's uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. Uh, I hope they do the same thing with like the Dark Saber collection. Yeah, here's a Dark <laughs> Saber timeline. It's the episodes from Clone Wars. It's the episodes from Rebels. What is that? That's my cat's food. Oh my god, that scared me. <laughs> that scared um, me too. I was like, what's happening? I would like to see a, a Darksaber collection just to kind of yeah. round out that story. And I will say, in an effort to keep us under an hour and a half, I did take far fewer notes for this season. And uh, and here we are. Here we are. Here we are at um, 
an hour and a half. One one thirty four. <laughs> well, some of that gets edited out. Um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah, edit yeah. out the so bathroom we'll be, break and the whole beginning. Yeah, yeah, we'll be at about an hour and a half. One twenty. Yeah. yeah. No, we're not going to yeah. be anywhere near one twenty. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> so sorry. We'll wrap it up there. Next week, we are going to finish off with season four, and we hope that you guys have enjoyed our trip down memory lane. So much here to unpack. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> or Nicole's new journey into the world of Rebels. And my watching my man die again. Go on, Jen. <laughs> and you got now. Now you got to go on without him. He's not coming Thrawn back this time. Thrawn's my coping mechanism. Oh, there you go. At least having seen the Mandalorian, you know that Thrawn is like. Yeah, he's gonna make it. Kind of. Sure. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> With that, call it a day. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of us, you can email us talkintauntauns at aiptcomics.com. You can find us on Twitter at talkintauntauns. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com i don't know how to spell it but i'm sure other people know uh you could that's it sure um <laughs> through the aipt comics uh, channel and you can join us on our discord channel talking star wars there and talking tauntauns and talking tune tunes we're not talking tune tunes so you oh. <laughs> let it die <laughs> <Alex>. <laughs> never <laughs> <laughs> and with that we're going to get the heck out of here. Someone's going to laugh at talking to and to Someone's no, going to no. enjoy it. No, Listen. nobody's going to like Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> um, we'll see you next week. Bye.